0: Welcome to Standout, where entrepreneurs share what they've done to become media darlings. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan with CherylTanMedia.com. On this show, we talk about the power of publicity and how you can use it to grow your business. This is episode number 42. We're going to be talking more and more about video in future episodes. If you've been thinking about using video to get your message out there, you're in luck. I've created a video that goes with a downloadable checklist. It is everything you need to create your first video for your business. You can get that checklist at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash video tips. My next guest, Mark Sefton, knows a little something about changes. He's an author and personal mentor to entrepreneurs. You may recognize his name and his voice. I interviewed him in standout episode number nine. He's about to release his second book entitled Plot Twist. A plot twist is an unexpected development. When watching a movie or reading a book, those plot twists are necessary to hold your attention. In real life, though, plot twists are not always pleasant. Listen to my chat with Mark, who talks about ways you can address the plot twists in your own life and come out ahead. Welcome back, Mark. You are the first guest to appear twice on the standout show. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) It's because so much is happening with you that I feel like, Our listeners and our viewers need to hear about your journey and what you have going on. If anyone follows you, either on LinkedIn or on Facebook or, gosh, where else do I find you?
1: Twitter and Instagram.
0: That's it. Like, you're Mm. all over and you're also on the radio Mm -hmm. so folks can hear your show as well where you talk with so many entrepreneurs about their journey. So let's, for folks who don't know who you are, let's kind of get a a snapshot of who you are and what you do for entrepreneurs.
1: Okay, before we go there, I was almost thinking, you know, the only reason you've got me back a second time is purely the accent. So it's quite nice that it was for different reasons.
0: <laughs> I could listen to you talk for a really long time. So go could ahead. <laughs> I could. I could.
1: Oh, it's definitely a weapon. I always say, you know, you've got to use what God's given you, you know. and Yeah, you're just going to take advantage oh, of that. Definitely. You do. You do. I think, you know, for me, it's, you know, influence is the thing that drives me. And so while I have lots of variety in terms of what I do, I think everything that I do gives me an opportunity and a platform to influence people in a positive way. So fundamentally, you know, my week and my days and my hours are a mix of mentoring entrepreneurs all over the world. And I do that on a one-to-one and in mastermind groups. I host a radio show called Talk Business, which I've done for five years now on a a radio station called Radio Plus Coventry, and I've interviewed thousands of different thought leaders, creatives, you know, you name it. And then I've had the privilege to write for Entrepreneur Magazine at entrepreneur.com for the past 18 18 months, and that's uh, obviously created a a great opportunity for me to speak on stages, and I also get to host, you know, some incredible events as well, so... uh, Yeah, just that influence and being in that whole realm of entrepreneurship is so exciting, you know, because it's always moving, it's always evolving, it's always pivoting, it's changing its course, it's embryonic, you know, it just, yeah, it's incredible.
0: I want to talk about The Pivot, which you mentioned. You're an author as well. Mm -hmm. And your second book, which is called Plot Twist, is coming Mm -hmm. out on February 16th. So you talked about the pivot and I want to hear more about that part of it. Since you talk with so many entrepreneurs, I mean, boy, you talk to any one of them and you'll know that they pivot from the day they thought they were going to start a business to the day you talk to them. There's a million pivots in all of that. So Mm. was that the reason behind this book? Is it more of a personal journey or one that you've pulled together from everyone you've talked with?
1: I think it's both, you know, I always like to write out of a place where I believe I have authority to do so, you know, and I think, you know, because my life, like many of our lives, is one that evolves this journey, the setbacks, the challenges, the curveballs, you know, there's things that we set out to do and then, you know, things come and challenge us you know, and I think, you know, I like to write in the here and now, and I was considering, you know, my own business, my own journey, what I've achieved, and, and really identifying the fact that for me, I really feel like I'm on the first or second step of like a 10 step staircase. And yet some people are like, Mike, you've, you've arrived. and I'm like, you're joking. Like, uh, I'm not walking down the street, you know, I'm walking, you know, to a different planet, you know, I've got lots more that I need to kind of do and achieve. And, and, um, yeah, Plot plot Twist, which is, is my second book, is, is really about, you know, we have visions and goals for life. Things come from left field and take us in a different direction. And it's very much around stories of where you had to pivot, evolve and reinvent yourself. I think, you know, the word pivot, a lot of basketball fans, you know, are very familiar with the, with the term where you're able to move without actually, you know, Actually, fouling, you know, by overstepping. Right. And I think it's it's similar in life. Sometimes, if we deviate too uh, far from our core, it actually will get us in trouble. But when we learn to, to twist and, and to evolve and to maybe shift into a different paradigm or look in a different way, uh, then that's when things start to uh, open up, you know. And so, you know, plot twist is going to be very much around that. Like some of the stories that I had. And, I actually came up with the name, it was um, The Last Day, uh, when I was in Austin, Texas in March 2016, I, I was there, I was taught speaking about, um, during South by Southwest, and um, that was when the, the, the name Plot Twist came about, and uh, I kind of talk about that in the forward in terms of how that came about and, and what it was, you know, kind of brought me to that point, but it really just kind of got everything I was feeling and thinking, you know, in a nutshell.
0: When I think of a plot twist, I think of and and when you when you kind of put it in terms of somebody's life. So not in like a suspense movie, but like in the terms of somebody's life. It's not always a positive thing. It's not. It's usually you're you're going through something and you're you're not getting the results that you want. You and like you said with that basketball analogy, you know, before you make a foul, you got to do something. And it's not always in a, um, it's not always in a positive fashion. Like you maybe have to hit rock bottom before you decide to go into a new direction. So I would love to hear about some of the, maybe some of the stories, maybe something in your own life where you realize I need to make a plot change. Like something different has to happen because it's not working or I'm not happy or something is just not right.
1: Yeah, I think you are right. I think there is plot twists that are at least you can interpret them as as negative and and difficult and challenging. Like the death of a loved one would yeah. certainly be a plot, you know, a plot Absolutely. twist, you know, where you weren't expecting that. And yet, you know, the reality is death is a part of life, you know, and we're all going to die. So in some ways, it's kind of without being, you know, callous and cold uh, on that. I think you know it's it's important that we. I always say, you know, stop wasting your energy, you know, and your time and your focus on things you can't control. You know, and a lot of the plot twists, plot twists we face in life really are most of the time out of our control. And it's how we kind of respond to them. Now, e- even the most difficult times, I always say to people, your circumstances are temporary and not permanent. And you can always tell when people believe that their situation or circumstance is permanent because they're very negative, very depressed, very inward. Um, but both success and failure both pass. you know. And so we could look at it now and think, gosh, what just happened to me then was horrific. But then a year down the road, we have a fresh perspective of the fact that actually I learned something about myself. I, you know, I developed character. I learned a way of how to get out of that problem if I was to ever face it again. I can now have empathy and a system, a strategy to be able to help other people that go through it.
0: I want to talk now about where you're headed, because we're talking about stages, right? I mean, stages in your business. As you started, you were an entrepreneurial mentor, and you work with groups of business owners. And now you're trying to take your message kind of up a notch and on a bigger scale and speaking. And a lot of people that I talk with feel that calling. Not everybody, but the ones who do really do feel it is a calling to be on stage and to share a message to a mass audience live. So how how is that working in your career? How, how do you make those connections? How do you turn what you currently have into something more? where they see you as someone who can get on stage and deliver influence
1: yeah i, I always think you know being on stage and having s- somebody's attention you know and when you have multiple people's attention it's a it's a great privilege but it also is a skill to be able to keep people's attention yeah. you know and i always believe that short and sweet is always better um you know so i think you know that I think the world and and social media kind of really caught on to that, the fact that, you know, Instagram videos are short and sweet, Snapchat are the same, you know, and in some ways it's, you know, while people used to get bugged about the restriction on Twitter of 140 characters, it really makes you focus in on your message, you know, of what, what it is that you're really trying to say. I think, you know, regardless of whether you're on radio or on a podcast or you're writing or you're on stage, you know, for me it's all it's all really about storytelling it's your ability to convey your message and what you're good at and what you're passionate about uh sharing failings and vulnerability because people want that emotional you know connection and if I think of everything that I've achieved and the doors that open, I always believe that there's a number of reasons why one is the fact that I'm really focused on continually investing in myself like I just see myself as like a vegetable patch you know it's fresh it's it's ready to, to grow and harvest, you know, new ideas, new concepts. You know, I'm good ground, you know, and, and so I know that if you put something into me and I let it, you know, flourish and water, it will it will grow. So I think there's an expectation. I think people don't expect. I was going on a walk, walk earlier, actually, and I was just thinking about expectation and thinking, you know, there's a lot of people that actually don't expect good to happen to them and don't expect things to open up, whereas I do, not because I'm anything – you know, great or any better than anybody else. But I just believe that as human beings, you know, we are powerful beings and we need to be responsible with the power we have. And some people do it better than others, you know. And I think, you know, it's 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 just having that ability to know, you know, the greatest place to invest is you. Mm-hmm. And then alongside that, I think um, it's always who you know, you know. And I'm really good at building connections and, and investing in people. And I actually like people. You know, so I, I take the time to to get to know someone, and honestly believe that nobody has the right to sell to me unless they know me. And I feel exactly the same way uh, for me selling to other people. It bugs the snare me when you know you go on LinkedIn, somebody sends you a request, and then they just vomit all over your page. You know, with an offer, and you're just like you know, get over yourself. You know, too many businesses make the mistake of thinking it's all about them. it's not, it's about the customer, it's about the client, it's about the consumer. You know, so that drives me nuts. But I think, you know, in terms of getting on the stage, you've got to have personality, you've got to have character, you've got to be able to hold people's attention. Uh, It's always, you know, and it's the ability to invest in yourself. Um, And sometimes, you know, we've got resources in the world that if we use properly can actually open up doors. I talked about, you know, the greatest place you can invest is in you, but it's equally as important to invest in the areas where you're already uh, influential. You know, and when you when you say yes to the right opportunities, it actually opens up into you know other opportunities. Like when I started doing my YouTube channel and videos, that's how Entrepreneur came across me. They saw my videos, liked them, and said, Matt, we want you to." put them into written form that's great you know i mean, I mean that's a complete back door that you you wouldn't even consider really that's um great. yeah so you've got to it's almost like you know if you want to be on stage well in some ways make your own stage uh your, your youtube your instagram your snapchat are your stage every morning or when, whenever you put a video out think about the fact that this is your this is your stage you know and Really, when you go on the big stage, it's just that magnified, you know, that's all it all it really
0: is. We're really in the greatest time in history to be able to create your own platform and to share your message in so many places. I love what you said, though, about having opportunities come to you. I think part of that is that gratitude piece you were talking about. Is I know that you're thankful for everything that happens, uh-huh. and I mean I that we met via LinkedIn, I think, uh-huh. right? Is that how we met? <laughs> LinkedIn or Twitter?
1: Yeah, there would normally something. be the two that I'm fishing in.
0: So, in any case, I, I think that's is something that we all need to remember: mm. that it takes work, that it takes gratitude, it takes a lot of things for it all to come together. I say th- I thank you for coming on the show. As far as your book, which comes out in just a few short weeks, and mm-hmm. you know, depending on when people are catching this video or podcast episode, um, you're going to be just sharing a lot of the things you've learned. So where can people learn about the book? How can they grab it? Where Where do they go to get more information on Plot Twist?
1: Yes, yeah, so Plot Twist will be available on paperback and Kindle. Uh, it is available to pre-order on Kindle uh, and Amazon is probably the best place for me for me to point you. Um, the great thing, you know, about Amazon as well, they take a, a greedy cut. You know, they are the biggest distributor, you know, in the whole of... <laughs>
0: a greedy you know, cut. <laughs>
1: they do take a greedy cut. Yeah, they do. I won't lie. I mean, they didn't spend one minute writing any part You're of You're right. My...
0: You wrote everything. You did everything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, while we're in partnership, yeah, and I, I appreciate, you know, what they do they do take a greedy cut there's no way you know i don't mince my words you know And yeah in your face jeff bezos but yeah
0: (laughs) but i'm gonna we're gonna partner together that's right
1: (laughs) that's right yeah yeah we're gonna partner together because i acknowledge the fact that they are the biggest (laughs) distributor They're they're a great brand you know and uh they get it right a lot of the time.
0: <laughs> so Amazon and then I know you're going to be doing a lot of things the day of on February 16th to let people know more about you.
1: Yeah, I'm going to jump on Facebook Live. I may jump on Periscope and mix mix between the two and, and and let people like virtually be able to see because the people that are coming to my book launch uh, got great energy, great minds. So I'm really excited just to have you know, 50 people in a room that are like-minded, that are, you know, full-blown, you know, entrepreneurs that are nutcases in the world of business, you know, they don't take no for an answer, you know, they're trailblazers, you know, they're, they're wired differently. <laughs> that, that that in the room is enough, you know, yeah. <laughs> regardless of my book, you know, holy mackerel. There is a part of me though, I'm thinking you know, because it's called plot twist, you know, I've got to do something maybe a little crazy. So I am, th- I am, I am thinking about that. Whether I dress up in drag or something, I don't know. Probably not that. But um, <laughs> Everything's on the
0: table. So everything's on the table for you to think about, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Something that people aren't expecting, you know, maybe I'll hire a lion or something.
0: <laughs> maybe have like some fire breathing something somewhere. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll put all the Social channels that you're on and places to read your book, we'll put that on the show notes page at CherylTanMedia.com. Before we go, and I know this can be as in-depth as you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. For people who are picking up your book, some of them may be undergoing their own plot twists are maybe picking it up for, of course, inspiration for sort of a path forward for a way to think about looking at new opportunities, scary opportunities, perhaps, what would you say to somebody just as a as a closing note to our show? What would you say to somebody who is undergoing a plot twist and needs maybe some encouragement on what is happening next?
1: I always, when I'm working with clients, I always make sure that they know what they were put on earth to do and what it is that they want to be remembered for, you know. So I think it's Stephen Covey who said, you know, start with the end in mind. You know, and on my on my desk here, you know, I have my own, my own mission statement, which I have framed.
0: That's quite long. Uh, <laughs> That's a long mission statement. It is, statement, yeah. it is quite good. long.
1: Um, but it's meaty, you know, and uh, it's something that resonates and I can read that every morning. And... Regardless of whether I'm having a stinker of a day or I'm smashing the ball out of the park, you know that is for me uh, the main focus. So even when things knock you off course, you know I think it was Jim Brown who said, you know, it's the setting of the sail that makes the biggest difference. You know, in terms of you know when the winds come, you know, and if you know where you're going, then you know I'm hell bent, you know, on getting getting back up and and carrying on with, with you know where I'm heading. You know, and I think, you know, if you've got that clear, so that would always be my encouragement, know who you are and know who you are not, understand what it is that fuels you, that makes your heart jump, you know, that really to your strengths and, you know, ignites your fire, and then see how you can take those skills and those passions and what platforms would really help bring that alive. You know, and so for people that are really struggling, I think it's really important that you know who you are. You know, and sadly, some people um, will never be happy with with who you are. Um, But it isn't about those people. It's really about you being true to yourself. I think there was a study that um, I I can't remember exactly all the facts, Gerald, but it was uh, nurses that basically over a twenty-year period had asked people on their deathbeds, you know, what were their, like, number one regrets, you know, and often it was to do with the fact that they didn't be true to themselves, that they did things that was to please other people, but left them feeling flat, you know, and and they wished they hadn't spent that extra hour in the office, but had spent that extra hour around the dinner table at home, you know, and I think, you know, it's really important without being, you know, all morbid and, and thinking of, thinking of death, I also think it's crazy and kamikaze to actually not consider the fact that regardless of your religion or your belief, uh, this time on earth will will end for all of us and we've got to make sure that actually who we are and what we're about uh, really resonates because it's what we leave in people and not what we leave for them which will have the biggest impact and will make the biggest sound yeah. You know, and I love that quote in Gladiator, you know, it says, you know, what you do on earth echoes in eternity, you know, it's golden. Right.
0: Legacy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Sefton, thank you so much for your time. Good luck on your book launch.
1: I can't wait. I'm going to smoke it. i
0: tell you. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> Want to catch the show notes for this and past episodes? All of the standout shows are in one place at com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 42. If you want that downloadable checklist to help you create your first video for your business, go to com forward slash video tips. Did you enjoy the show? Please share it with someone who may benefit from it. Really, the best way to get this show in front of more listeners is to subscribe to and review the show on iTunes. Thank you in advance for your support. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.